This podcast brought to you by OuchThatHurts.com. Visit OuchThatHurts for music, gaming, reviews, editorials, podcasts, and more. OuchThatHurtsHERTZ.com. Welcome to the Save Point Podcast. Uh, I am Dan, and joined here by Chris. Chris, how's it going, man? Uh, you know how it is. Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Awesome. Uh, before we actually get into this, we always want to thank our partners. So uh, everybody check out ouchthathurts.com. That's ouchthathurts, H-E-R-T-Z.com for reviews on games, movies, music, all that fun stuff. So check it out. Check that out. And then you can also find us if you're downloading us. Uh, please download us from here, but wherever you're downloading us is fine. But uh, it's the uh, BS Podcast Network. So bspodcastnetwork.com. Uh, find us on there and you'll find a whole shit ton of other uh, podcasts to check out. But today I'm really, really excited, Chris. I really, really, really excited. So um, before I introduce our guest, I'm going to give a little bit of background of how I found him. Okay. So uh, as everybody knows, my favorite band is Bring Me the Horizon. And Amo came out, um, what, January of, of this year. I believe. And I was just kind of scrolling through YouTube videos and I came across this guy and he was doing just uh, like reviews of, or, you know, what his thought was on the new album. And I just started looking at other stuff that he had on there. And then I found out that he's a Twitch streamer. Uh, so I had to invite him on. So um, really don't know how else to introduce you, man, but just, just fucking awesome that you're here. Wyatt staff. How are you doing today, man? Hey guys, I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. Uh, so for people who don't know who you are, why don't you what basically your channels are about? 100%. I am a professional content creator. Um, I, uh, I'm full-time on YouTube uh, as well as session drumming on the side. And I run a channel that primarily focuses on um, music, music, or well, music specific to drums in most, in most cases, and, um, and music education. And uh, I do reactions and reviews of songs and bands. Um, I do a lot of drum covers. Uh, I post some of my original material to the platform. Uh, I have lessons breaking down dozens of songs from the metal and punk scenes. And uh, yeah, that's my main gig. And then on the side, I recently just started um, a gaming YouTube channel alongside a Twitch channel because, I mean, my whole life I've been super into games and uh, I've had some free time. So I've been kind of exploring other avenues. So and that brings me here, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I checked out your Twitch. Uh, was a couple about a week and a half ago, or you guys were you were playing uh, WoW. Uh, oh, hell yeah! Yeah, and we were uh, we were just you know just BS. And I'll tell you this: it's one of the coolest, uh, or it's one of the most chill kind of uh, Twitch that I've seen in a while. Like you kind of go in there, and it's like you like I don't feel like I need to try to impress, like say something like smart. I guess if that makes sense, it's just kind of like yeah, it's just it was just an awesome conversation. Hell yeah, man. I try and keep I try and keep it like that. I mean, the Twitch thing for me. So the the thought with the Twitch thing, I mean, I've been watching Twitch since before Twitch was Twitch. I mean, I was big in the StarCraft 2 scene. So that kind mm -hmm. of took me into I can't remember the name of it, but whatever the site was called when they were just streaming StarCraft. I, I, I think it was that. Justin TV just, or something. There you go. Yeah. That's the one. Hell yeah. So I've been, I've, I've been watching Twitch for a lot of years. I, I mean, I was 
I was like learning. I would learn songs for bands that I'd be working with and stuff. And I'd have Twitch on in the background because it kept me sane all those hours kind of alone. I felt like I had somebody sort of with me. I'd have like literally, you know, whoever. It, back in those days, too, it was a lot of it was a lot of wow guys. So um, so I've always kind of been drawn to video games, always played video games, always been a big part of my life. And then recently I got to the point where I was like, you know what? Every evening after I finish with my YouTube gig, I'm sitting down with three, four guys on Discord. I'm playing World of Warcraft, playing Destiny, playing Call of Duty, getting up to something online for a few hours. It'd be cool to see what I could do with this on Twitch and just go live and then let other people experience kind of what I do in the evenings to unwind. So because of that, because I'm trying to come down myself, yeah, it, it, it can be a pretty chill, pretty pretty relaxed environment. No, that, that Awesome. Uh, that, that's... Uh... Kind of what we're trying to do here. We're uh, we're in the process of trying to uh, get our Twitch up and running and all of that. We've had it for about a year or so. We used to do live um, shows on there and then uh, kind of got away from that. We had a couple other people they had to drop out because of uh, COVID and and other stuff. But it's all good. No, I mean, like I said, I from from a lot of so I've been doing this for about uh, I would say about five six years now and just watching a whole bunch of people on Twitch and how you're going and approaching it. Like I said, it's such a chill channel, such a fun channel to actually jump on. So, so people please make sure to check that out. That's just, uh, your, uh, how does, how did your actual Twitch, uh, uh, screen name go? Super like, simple. Same as my YouTube twitch.tv slash Wyatt staff. Nice. Nice. So, Hey, before we actually get into what we're playing, uh, just wanted to ask you this. I, I was going to ask you on your Twitch and then, um, I just didn't get a chance to, your thought on the metal scene. So we're in Chicago and I can tell you right now the metal scene punk thing. It just, it's to me, it's not that existent here. Like it just, it's so sad to me. Like, how is it? I believe what you're, you're somewhere in Canada. Yes, sir. I was, uh, I was living in um, Hamilton a while for a while, Hamilton, Ontario. And then I was part-time in Toronto, which is just an hour from Hamilton. Uh, Cause Lindsay was, when I met Lindsay, she was li living in Toronto. And then we recently in May, we moved out to Niagara Falls on the Canadian side. So yeah, that's where I'm at. Oh, nice. Nice. So, so what do you, what do you, what do you think of the scene up there? What, how to, how would you describe it? Uh, it's not as strong as it used to be for sure. Um, I mean, if, if you're an insider in the industry kind of thing, you know where to look, you know where to go, you know, you know where the, mm -hmm. I guess like quote unquote action is. Um, but, uh, but it's a 10th of what I experienced when I was younger, what draw drew me to the music mm -hmm. that I play now and what drew me into the career that I have. Um, it just kind of, uh, as I got older, it kind of faded away. Uh, but that being said, there's definitely a, a resurgence that we're seeing in the last, well, we're kind of right on the precipice of it. It's like the last six months to a year, we're seeing a real resurgence in the scene where things are starting to pick up again. Nowhere near where it was back in like 2010, back in 2000 to 20, you know, 2012, you know, those 12 years, nothing in comparison to um, just how strong it was, how insane it was. But we're definitely starting to see, I mean, the big one, and I've been talking about this a lot. This is one of the number one um, pieces of work I've been covering as of late. And that's the latest release by Machine Gun Kelly, Tickets to My Downfall. And that's that's a real turning point. And I've been, I've been saying it on my channel a lot. I've been talking about it on streams. Uh, in other interviews, we've been talking about this concept a lot. And the biggest reason why for me, especially, and I, uh, is that, you know, this is the first time in, I would say at least eight years, probably even more, that I'm seeing an artist go number one on a billboard with real drums, you know, in the punk yeah. scene. 
You know, that's insane. That's unheard of these days. So the fact that, you know, we've got Travis Barker on an album that went number one and it's mm-hmm. it literally just it's Blink-182 style punk rock. It's some 41 Bowling for Soup, you know. So yeah. to see all that kind of coming full circle, coming around, it's uh, it's it's a really exciting time for me. You know, I'm really, um, really stoked to see what the future is going to bring, because, you know, with with an artist that size doing it on the scale he did and bringing in the kind of revenue that they're generating um, with with that style of music, that's going to open up. There's going to be hundreds of copycats and I welcome it. Let's go. Let's revitalize it. Let's let's bring it. Let's bring out as many bands as we can and try and get some interest back in the punk and the metal scenes again. I've I've never been a huge Machine Gun Kelly fan. Um, I liked some of his stuff, but yeah, you're right. This, like him coming out and going from a rapper to what he's kind of doing now, which I I wouldn't necessarily call it that he's kind of completely gotten rid of rap, but I you know obviously he's kind of turned you know his his style. I actually do dig it, you know, a bit. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. There's been uh, I, I did. Uh, I've been, I'm not going to lie, totally fangirling. So I've, I've been like looking into what, where he came from. Right. Cause I, I'm the same way. I knew of machine gun Kelly for a long time. Like my first job in high school, I was a, a sales associate at hot topic. I was there for like three years. And, um, and I always knew about him because of that. Like I would stand around at cash and read the, uh, the AP, um, alternative press mags that we'd have. Yep. And, uh, and he was, he was on the cover of them. I'd be like, Yo, this guy looks kind of cool, right? Like he's like six foot five, is tattooed dude. Like, what band's he from? And I would go and read about it, and you know, he'd have a full spread in the magazine. But it'd be like, oh, he's a rapper. What? what what's he doing yeah. here? I don't. It's kind of weird, right? And then, um, and then the same thing. Like his music would come on the store, and it would always be like okay. But I was never like, this is awesome, you know. I never. It was never like a daily driver or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then as time went on, there was a couple of releases that really caught my eye. Like he did a collab with uh with Chris Rock. And uh, no, is that the name? Chris Rock's the comedian. Yeah, not the comedian. The other Rock. What's the one in music? The the white dude. Uh, Chris, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's in the tip of my tongue. I just can't think it. Here, I'll pull up my Spotify. I'll get it because uh, yeah. it's, it's an integral part to my story here. Uh, the song was bad. There we go. It's not Chris Cornell. Kid Rock. I'm an idiot. Kid Rock. <laughs> so he did a collab with Kid Rock, and that was super cool. It was like really rock inspired. The song was bad. It was literally called Bad Motherfucker. And the song was just like, it was really dirty. You know, it just had a yeah. lot of character to it, a lot of personality in it. And Kid Rock is one one character. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. what those two teaming up was really interesting to me. And that was the first time I was like, damn, I could totally listen to more of this. Let's get more of this. And then we didn't really hear a whole lot of that for a while. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I get hit up and go, you know, MGK's learning guitar. That was the first thing I heard. There was no music out. MGK's learning guitar. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I was reading about his hustle, right? He's like, yeah. MGK goes, um, I'm going to learn guitar because I want to be able to solo on stage. And it was like, I don't know, like a year. He was maybe six months to a year and he was like fluent in the instrument. He was up on stage ripping guitar solos in his own songs, you know, and it like he incorporated it completely into his life. And then he goes, all right, I'm, I'm going to learn how to sing now, you know, and then we start to see he drops the Paramore cover, Misery Business with Travis yep. Parker. Um, he's dropped uh, he dropped the um, Rage Against Machine cover. You know, we had all this we had all this like hintings at something mm-hmm. much bigger. And at that point, too, we had. We had had there had been confirmed that Travis Barker and Machine Gun Kelly is doing a pop punk record. And at first I was like, meh, it's OK. Like the first song I jammed was Bloody Valentine. And I don't know why. I guess it was just because of um, the first impressions. I didn't really care for it. 
And then the more I went back and listened, I'm like, you know what? This could be really cool. Like this might be mm-hmm. something big. And then it was, of course, track after track. I got, I just got more and more excited about it. I did it covers. I got a bunch of covers up from the from the singles that he put out. And then boom, the record's out, goes number one on Billboard, and here we are. You you know what song I'm actually kind of digging from him, and it was it's the one that he did with Halsey. Uh, oh yeah, with, forget, forget me, me not. Yeah, forget me too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, whoa, what a holy shit the pipes on her man oh my god like when's that's one thing we were saying i did a reaction stream and we were all going like okay halsey pop punk 2021 i love it (laughs) sounds good to me (laughs) awesome awesome yeah uh so flipping back a little bit to gaming to your uh channel what uh what type of gamer are you so are you strictly pc and nintendo you know what, what do you like are you actually looking at the new consoles this year or... I have I have a PS4. Uh, I've always had PlayStation. Uh, during the uh, PlayStation 3 era, I had an Xbox 360 alongside of it because I mean the, the Xbox 360, like what a console, right? Especially with like mm-hmm. I was like Halo 3. That's the one that really drew me in. I was always big into Halo, but when Halo 3 came out, I got the uh, the special edition, the green one with like the gold trim, the Master oh, Chief nice. gold trim. Yeah, and um, yeah, so I had consoles in the background, um, but most of my gaming has been World of Warcraft. I've been playing World of Warcraft for 15 years. I started. Um, I started back at the end of Classic. Um, I started in time for the Naxxramas patch, and uh, and I didn't get to cap level before BC had rolled out. So mm-hmm. I actually hit cap level for the first time during um, during BC. So I hit 70, and I was totally addicted through 70, but I wasn't really playing the game like properly yet because I was still pretty young. Like I was in like grade six, grade seven. Like I was still in grade school. And um, but by the time Wrath of Lich King came around, I was starting to figure things out, like understanding like DPS, how the roles work, how raids work. And then I started uh, a raiding guild and I was super, I was gone. I was addicted. I was up till 6 a.m. every night. And <laughs> uh, yeah, World of Warcraft's always been there in the background. It's like the one thing um, that I can't seem to get away from. You never quit that game if you're really into it, you know? So yeah, World of Warcraft, go, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, uh, I, I've dabbled in World of Warcraft. I know exactly what you're talking about with all that, but I am not that deep. Chris, you weren't a big World of Warcraft, but we have a, a lot of people that we just hang out with that were, right? Oh, yeah. Burns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just one name. That, that, that guy has probably close to 20,000 hours in WoW. I don't know what that is in days, but the system, the playtime in days is, uh, is, or the playtime in WoW is, they always say days because it says days. Yeah. Let me go, what's 20,000 divided? I got 385. That's what I was going to, that's what I was going to yeah. say. So I'll, I'll tell you, if he was, he, uh, if you look in our Discord up there, his, uh, his name's White Rabbit. He's another admin in here. Okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah, if, if he was up and he was actually talking to us, I, Chris and I could walk away. You guys have a whole podcast episode just talking about World of Warcraft between well, you two. You'll have to have me back, man. I'd love to get I, to know him. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That'd be definitely. Uh, so, uh, so I could take it that that's what you've been playing, um, or what else? Or have you been playing anything else? Okay, yeah. So we've been doing uh, Warzone quite a bit. Uh, World mm-hmm. of Warcraft, um, World of Warcraft here and there. It's kind of a weird. The game's kind of in a weird place right now. Um, so I'm kind of ca- I'm pretty casual with the game, but well, yeah, uh, Warzone's been a lot of the streams, um, and then uh, and then Lindsay's been on for a couple. So when when she comes on, we play um, more arcade style. Like we we were playing Fall Guys a bunch. I got a f- bunch of vods up on the on the new YouTube channel of uh, her and I playing Fall Guys. Uh, really, recently we've been messing around with this Phasmophobia uh, ghost game type thing. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys heard of that one. Uh, it's I, new- I've heard of it. I haven't played it yet though. 
yeah, strongly. I strongly um, suggest giving it a shot. Uh, the thing I showed it to my brother, who's a huge gamer, and he goes, "Man, if this concept was on a AAA, this would be massive. Like a AAA developer, this would be massive." And that's how I felt about it too. Like it's, it's, uh, it's a really, really interesting style of game. And I don't want to. I don't even want to try and explain it. I just suggest anybody who's looking, who's. And here's the thing too. I hate horror games. Like I'm terrified. Mm -hmm. Like I played Amnesia. I played. I didn't play Outlast because Amnesia gave me nightmares. I, I don't think I could step <laughs> up with a big brother. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I hated horror games. Um, but I I got into this, and because it's co-op, a co-op against the computer kind of thing, it's uh, it's not as scary. You know, you got your friends. Yeah, I had Lindsay. Yeah. It's a four-person co-op, so I had Lindsay. I had two guys on Discord. Um, and it, 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 it like you get jump scares once in a while, but overall, like it's, it's a great game for anybody who wants to try out a horror game, but is, is not big on the idea, especially if they need someone to hold their hand, you know what I'm saying? So that was me and I really enjoyed it. Oh, nice. Nice. Chris, what have you been playing? Have you been playing anything? Uh, you know, I, 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 monster hunter. I mean, you can't go wrong with that game. Uh, if you like it, just that constant boss battle after boss battle after boss battle, that's mainly what I've been doing. And, and I've been tapping myself back into my old masochism with the dark souls remake <laughs> oh, oh yeah damn dude yeah yeah i'm I'm, uh, I'm a hardcore souls player through and through i wow. played every souls game out there bloodborne yeah. and uh just that's been my the, the harder the game is the more fun it is for me well, i salute you sir i i tried bloodborne i couldn't get past the tutorial i got it sitting on a shelf <laughs> behind me and collecting dust <laughs> <laughs> uh i broke uh plain demon souls i think i broke three controllers yeah <laughs> I, uh, same <laughs> if i played it <laughs> yeah um have you uh have you thought about uh going and playing among us uh as a oh, yeah. kind of a party oh a ton yeah we play on my server we play it uh we've been playing well for a while there we were playing it every weekend uh mm -hmm. sundays saturdays there was enough around to get um like a solid group of 10 12 people and like sub in kind of thing um mm -hmm. i tried streaming it it didn't stream too well on my uh on my st stream uh it's a tough game to stream you need a certain balance you need a certain mixture of of people to really get like engaging content out of a game that doesn't allow speaking in between meetings you know what i mean yeah. so yeah, so I, I had a, I had a tougher time streaming it. So I played it a lot off stream. Um, Lindsay and Lindsay, I, and then a bunch of the guys on the server. We've been playing it for sure. Yeah, it's a great game. It's a it really interesting concept. It's mafia, basically like a revamp sort of. Oh right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was uh, I was playing it. I literally just like I, I was one of those guys that was just like, you know what? I'm not going to get into this trend. I just don't want to do it. I just I I don't want to. There's just so much shit going on right now that I I just cannot get thrown into like a multiplayer game like that. And then my actually my little sister and her boyfriend came over the other weekend and she's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, I downloaded Among Us on your computer. And I'm like, OK, she's like, uh, we're all playing this tonight. And I'm like, OK, and we I think we were up for like six hours or not six hours, like four hours playing it. Nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can ruin relationships real quick. You know, yeah, sure. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like uh, my my one uh, a close friend of mine, he just got a mod position on a on a, a like an adults only among us server. And I was like, you mm -hmm. know what? That's smart because I've had I played with some younger guys and it can get heated. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the older you get, the older the audience is like, yeah, it's just a game. It's just a game. Yeah. But young kids can take it real serious, man. <laughs> we, we, we were you know, we, we have a, you know, just one of those phrases where, you know, they, uh, you know, uh, a, a small child can make you question your manhood while you're playing online with them. So. Yeah. 100%. That's like the Call of Duty days on Xbox. Yep, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, for myself, uh, obviously, I played Among Us. Um, I've been playing um, 
survey the real life version of it uh, as a uh, as if you looked at I think you saw the message earlier in your Discord um, a server. Uh, I work in a hospital and we had the government come in and basically uh, survey the whole hospital, which we we did well, but it's it's just kind of. Uh, you know, obviously it's time consuming and, and all of that. So I've been playing that, but on my off time, I, like I said, I, I played a little bit of among us and then I actually picked up uh, and I've been playing the new watchdogs uh, that dropped today, actually. Oh so, yeah. Watchdogs yeah, Legion. I got to check it out. I heard a few people in my DMS being like, why you got to play this dude. You got to get it on stream. So I'm going to check it out. The other one is uh, circling back. I, I, uh, I got my, my one stream partner who is usually live with me kind of thing. Um, he just picked up Monster Hunter, and I was about to download it and try it. I try it out next week. I heard a lot of good about Monster Hunter. Apparently, like some of the Destiny guys, they say that it's kind of a similar concept with like the looter shooter feel. So I don't know. I'm going to give that a shot next week. I can't wait to try it. I've heard a lot of good, and I watched a ton of streams when it came out. But I, at the time it came out, I was like just watching streams. I wasn't playing at all because because of, of the grind was real at the time. But yeah, man, I can't wait to check that game out. When uh, when that actually prepared for the grind because yeah. that Destiny grind. Is nothing compared to Monster Hunter. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah. I mean, you want you want to look like a, a Monster A. You're going to be killing Monster A about 15 times, but the reward is you get to wear him. Yeah. Oh well, that's a cool concept. Damn. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 pretty cool. We actually, when that dropped, we uh at uh, at my place, three I invited days. a whole yeah. Was it three days? We, yeah. we invited people over and uh, we just chilled in my basement and literally we had what nine TVs. We had about nine, 10 people there. Uh, oh. Yeah. We just, yeah, we just gamed. They, everybody brought their TV, brought their system and uh, we just gamed and literally it was three days of us killing monsters and then carving them up and then using their parts for weapons and armor. <laughs> yeah. So, good old fashioned land party. I love it. Yeah, it was. It's so much fun, dude. You, if you get it, you're gonna really enjoy it. If you like, if you like grindy games, you're you're gonna enjoy Monster Hunter. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So now that we're getting into that, uh, so the topic of of today's actual um, now that we've really been kind of following anything, but <laughs> the topic is uh, with you being why you being into music the way that you are. Uh, we figured that we talk about uh, video game soundtracks and or even just songs or whatever like that that you've you know, um, that you put in there. I think the only caveat that we had, and I didn't, this is kind of the surprise. So hopefully it doesn't mess up anybody's list is so like, I would say you can't call grand theft auto five music, uh, music like for, (laughs) you know, because it's like, it's already music that's out there, you know, uh, like watchdogs, you could, you know, you had the whole like Shazam thing or whatever like that, that, you know, you could, do and but it was actual real songs. So we're talking about like actual original like scores or, or sounds songs that actually were in the game. Hopefully that doesn't mess up anybody's list. Not me, man. I'm good Not to you. go. No. So uh, so I th- what I figured that we would do with this is uh, we'll kind of go through. Uh, Chris, we'll start with you. And why don't you give um, your why don't you give your first one and then you can kind of talk about why why you chose this one. Uh, if you wouldn't mind. So uh, the Ocarina, Zelda Ocarina of Time theme song, the entry point on the Nintendo 64, um, that, that start screen, that, that theme song to that just, it's my childhood. That's the definition of my like pure gaming. That's where I really figured out like this is going to be a hobby that's going to be for the rest of my life was that game. And it was the one game where I had like my grandmother, my aunt, 
you know, my mom, we were all in the living room playing Zelda. And they were like, no, 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 go left, go right. And that just, that soundtrack for the entire game just really kind of brings me back to that family feeling. But, uh, you know, it's just like when you think of like a, like a, one of the best RPGs out there, it's up there with like Final Fantasy VII, where, you know, it's in the top five of the greatest RPGs, at least in my opinion. Like whenever mm-hmm. people think about a good RPG from back in the day, Ocarina of Time always pops in my head. Uh, Wyatt, what about you, man? What's your what's your first one? Uh, my number one is uh, One Final Effort by on the Halo 3 soundtrack. It's um, here. I'll play it. I got it right here. I'll play it. Nice. I can I can picture right now like driving through that exploding ship, uh, trying to get to that uh, to to escape off the halo. One hundred percent, yes, sir. (laughs) Uh, It's the only reason why I bought an Xbox. the The original was for Halo One and Two. Yeah, the uh, the Xbox three hundred and sixty. I got because I had the PlayStation three at the time. Here. Uh, yeah, I got the Xbox Six like I was saying earlier during the PlayStation Three era. But I was always a PlayStation guy, so the only reason I got that was uh, was for Halo Three. And then I discovered the rest of them. I played all of them. You name it, every Halo. But yeah, this the Halo theme overall. I mean, everyone knows it, and like that's the easy one to go with. Like I, you know, of course that's number two after this. But one final effort in Halo Three, like some of the craziest memories, man. I love this song, and like anytime we're talking video game soundtracks, this is number one default. <laughs> So, uh, Chris, I know you're going to get this one, um, but it's 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 known, but it's not. I wouldn't think it would be one of the first ones that people would choose. But to me, this is like just my favorite song in any video game. And I don't know why. I think it's just because of the way that it goes. It's the um, Final Fantasy seven motorcycle chase scene. Oh, okay. never that, played the Final Fantasies. I think that really? I, think I, was just, I think I was just a little too young. The, like what year was final fantasy seven that was the, yeah what year was 97 that? yeah see 97 i was born in 95 so i was a little young oh wow i feel old <laughs> <laughs> okay so should we listen to this now we can throw it on here yeah is that a good at level some point you, you gotta show at some point you gotta show me how to do that 100 <laughs> percent. is that is that a good level yeah it's perfect perfect cool Okay, so this game, like every gamer talks about this game. This is like a this is like a legendary title. And I've seen I've seen the game. Like I've seen the gameplay mm-hmm. and everything. Um, and I, I actually recognize this music because I've watched a lot of it, trying to figure out what the big deal is about it. Explain to me real quick, what's the what's what's that nugget that everyone gets so attached to when it comes to this game? Um, I think the biggest thing is that it's one of those Final Fantasies where you care about the characters. And what happens? Oh, so it's the story overall. Oh yeah, okay. it is. It is the story just drags you in from the beginning because it hits the, it hits depression. If it hits uh, feeling alone, it if it's finding people, realizing that you know that people are out there that actually do support you and actually do want to be in your life. Um, to that's like the underlying things to the actually what the whole story main story is about and it's like f- about finding yourself and finding out like who you really are and, and where you come from and like what makes you you 
how, how did the how does the game like the actual mechanics in game work? It's like it's, it's like a, a traditional turn-based RPG. Yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. got gotcha, gotcha. But yeah. but it's a story that draws you in and keeps you. I take it. Oh yeah, it it is. It's so good. The story is just so good. Did you? So, what do you guys think of the remaster? I love the remaster. I absolutely love the remaster. I cannot wait until the second part comes out. Um, I, but then again, Final Fantasy VII is probably my second favorite game of all time. So it could be probably a pile of shit as the remake, and I probably would still have loved it. Nice, right on, man. Right on. Yep. Okay, so Chris, what's your next one? So my second one's going to be a uh, similar uh, time frame. It's from uh, it's a battle theme from a game called Legend of the Dragoon. Never and, heard of this one. Uh, it, it is it's a very niche uh, turn based RPG with a time attack mechanic, and it was one of those where it had like a decent guitar rift, and it was just a good fun game, and it had a. Similar to Final Fantasy VII, where it had a story that you kind of ca- that you actually cared about. You know, you're trying to figure out what the main character he's after, like a revenge story, where he's trying to kill the black monster that killed his entire village. And you know, it just really that that next to the Ocarina of Time, like this was my again like like trip from the past. You know, blast from the past RPG that I beat probably 19 different times just trying to get that perfect run certain drops only drop one time throughout the game and you had one chance of getting it and uh, it didn't have any where it broke your heart necessarily on certain parts of it but it was just a good fun ride what uh what system was this on playstation one Oh, okay. So was this back like around '97, like 2000 kind of thing? Uh, this yeah. actually this came out in 2000. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It was oh. the last year of the PlayStation One where it was still relevant. Was so if I do the math on that, why it would have been five, four? <laughs> oh, at 2005. 2005. Okay. No, no, no. Sorry. In 2005, I would have been five years old. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Because okay. I have an early birthday, so like right, I I, I got April, so. Okay. Yes, sir. Nice. So when did the PlayStation 2 come out? Like when was it? Two thousand around then? Was it two thousand? Around... Two thousand or two thousand one? Okay. Yeah, uh, right, yes. right in around there. Yep. PlayStation 2 came out March fourth, two thousand. Well, there you go. Right on. Yeah. Cool. Okay, Wyatt. What's your, what's your next one? Okay, I'm gonna pull it up and play it. You guys are gonna know it right away. Oh my God, I'm getting. I got goosebumps just just thinking about what comes next. I'm gonna let it play. Agreed. Oh, I'm I'm, I'm so sad they didn't make my list. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you all know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Skyrim. Yeah, you did. Skyrim. I mean, does this does this even need an explanation of why? Absolutely not. <laughs> You know, the, there's I, I know a little bit about this theme song. So uh, the the game director just came out and he said that he wanted a song that rhymed with the Elder Scrolls theme, written in the Dragon language, when translated into Old English, made sense. Oh wow! Because that doesn't sound hard at all to do. And uh, the music director did it in one night. Wow! Oh my God. So we were, I remember hearing this for the first time. So I was never a huge Elder Scrolls fan. 
uh, because I didn't have a PC at the time, and then obviously it came Morrowind first came out, or was it not Morrowind or Oblivion first came out on the Xbox? I uh, Morrowind. Morrowind. So we were, what is it? It was Burns again, and and I were driving home uh, from the radio gig that I had. So a little bit of my past, uh, I was actually on radio. I was a radio DJ for seven years uh, for uh, uh, a radio station here in Chicago. Um, And I remember us going down the street, and uh, I had, like, uh, it was right when you first could, like, play music in the car from your phone or whatever. I can't even remember what car I had. And he starts playing the. He starts playing this. Now this is like twelve thirty at night because our show ended at midnight. It's like twelve thirty at night. We're going down like this huge busy street, and he is blaring the Skyrim theme. Hell yeah, that's what's so, up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I remember so many times like hearing my brother start up the three sixty, and yo, the three sixty could not handle this game. You'd hear the fan down the street just. You know, <laughs> and uh, I'd hear the Xbox start up, and then this, as soon as you know, you get to the main screen, it's like, oh, it's go time. <laughs> we'll nice. fight dragons tonight. <laughs> awesome. Hell yeah. What a great game, man. What a great, yeah. a lot of the soundtrack in this game is legendary. Like, not just this song, but a lot of it's like, Oh yeah, so, uh, I'm I'm wondering if they're going to release it for the 800th time on the new gen on the new consoles. Oh, I, I have no yes. 100%. Yeah. Uh, the other thing too is that uh, just with us talking about it, and I don't know if if you knew this or not, but you know Microsoft bought Bethesda. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So what? So very fast. Uh, what 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 type of impact do you think that has? Do you think that the PlayStation that we won't We'll still get Elder Scrolls and Fallouts on PlayStation, or do you think that's going exclusive PC and Microsoft? Uh, as far as, as far as like, yeah, I don't know, but I don't know about the platforms. That's actually a really great, really great question. I would imagine, I would imagine you're still going to have it across the board, like all three, uh, and you know, maybe on Switch because the Skyrim was released for Switch eventually. So technically, all four, right? Nintendo and then True. big consoles, and then on PC. Um, the the big thing that I'm curious to see is what the quality of the work is going to look like, if it's going to go up or down. Because we had Fallout 4, great release. We had Elder Scrolls Skyrim, you know, amazing. Like, you don't even need mm-hmm. to talk about it. It's still selling for $70, and it's, what, 10 years old or something yeah, like that? Like something insane, like that. Right? Yeah, and they're still releasing new versions of the game. Like, that's that's crazy. Um, and then we had, of course, Fallout 76, the infamous release, right? Mm. So, And that's what, that's, I think that is the last release from, Bethesda before they were yeah so now I'm like okay well maybe this was a good thing for them maybe Microsoft can kind of based on that last based on that last relief sort of whip them back into shape and we get some uh, some I guess a, a, another release or a new IP I think they have a new IP in the in the works right there's yeah, like Starfield 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 when is that I don't know anything about it I saw it at E3 like two years ago is there like a release date on that or that's nope. exactly how much we know about it too oh, okay okay <laughs> all right, true 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 yeah all right so yeah um I'm just curious to see what comes next you know uh I don't think it would have I don't think it'll affect the platforms it'll end up on but uh I hope that we get you know quality games to the standard in which Bethesda uh, was holding itself too, but the track record is still fan- phenomenal. You know, like one one mess mm-hmm. up, okay, we can fix it and move on from that. You know what I mean? So, so I'm really really excited to see what comes next for for the company. They're one of the the big ones for me because Fallout Four and Skyrim huge with my gaming past. So, yeah, I, well, I, I, I got to look forward to is the possibility of a Fallout uh, New Vegas remaster now. 
Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Because nice. they own uh, at Microsoft now owns Obsidian, who did Fallout New Vegas, which they only had a year to make. Wow. Oh, oh, but the engine was established because it was like a point five version. Yeah. Yeah, I got you, got you, got you. I actually never played. I never played any of the Fallout's except for Fallout Four. That was my first experience with Fallout. Oh, you got to so, play Fallout Three if you, if you can somehow get it. I mean, you can get it on your PC, I believe. Play Fallout on. Three. It's so much better than Four. Yeah, let me pull up Steam. I believe so. Seventy six. Uh, New New Vegas is. I mean, it the same engine. Uh, but they streamlined in uh, New Vegas the like iron sights and a couple mechanics that are still used in Fallout today. Yep, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Fallout Three. If you, I'm, if, I'm gonna pick the it up. DLC for Fallout New Vegas. There's one of them where it's aliens. It's pretty much an adventure of a uh, episode of Venture Brothers. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Shit. All right. Yep. Yeah. So I'll, yeah. So I'm New Vegas and Fallout Three. Perfect. So awesome. what's what's up next? What are we jamming? Next? So I, I think I sent you the link for my next one. Yep. Let me grab that. Oh, Final Fantasy again. Oh, I. I yep. Damn. Spoilers. My mistake. There you go. Yeah. What's no, up? it's all good, man. So, uh, no particular reason. I in fact didn't really even really like this game because it was too damn linear. But this the theme. Good? Sorry to interrupt. Is the level good? It, yeah, level's good. All right, perfect. If I had to come up with a theme song that I would want to walk out to if for anything, if I was a wrestler, if I was an athlete, if I was just entering a room, oh, I, I would right want now. this playing behind me. A hundred, a hundred percent. I feel it right now. As you're saying that, I'm like, ooh, I'm getting hyped already. I can yeah. feel like, like the rock coming out to this at WWE, whatever, you know, like, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I mean, that, that's the, that's the only reason it like, I think the whole soundtrack is pretty good. It's a lot of piano and, and all of that, but like this one, it's like his character in the game is so different than all the other characters in the game. And like his theme is so different than all the, the rest of the, the soundtrack. So I thought it was like such a good play within the game for them to make him different, uh, like all around, even down to like his theme song. Yeah. So I was about to ask about that. Like, um, no which final fantasy is this okay 13 so with the final fantasies they're like individual stories with each game right they're like standalone stories it doesn't it doesn't flow the in the most them. part yes i mean there's like final fantasy 10 then there's final fantasy 10 2 i think that's really the big one that changed it up and after that it's just been like each final fantasy it's its own world yeah oh, okay. so i mean there's there's underlying themes in some of them <laughs> and mechanics oh hello um you know mechanics and all of that that uh you know that happen but i mean for the most part it's you get you get different stories every time okay all right what about the mmo have you guys played the mmo at all i heard i have 14 14 is actually a lot of fun Uh, i never played 11 so there's two of them you got 11 you got 14 i never played 11 14 is good if you have the time for it like you cool. need to devote a lot of time and it's slow moving, but it's worth it. If that makes sense. Right on. Right on. Yeah. So. I, I tried 14 and it was slow at first and I tried it. And then all my, my all my wow pals who really like 14, they were like, Oh, you got to get to this point. And I was like halfway to that point or whatever the case was. Like I came up with the exact specifics where it's like, there's a certain point where you're kind of done with the, the tutorial, hold your hand sort of mode. And it takes off from there. And I didn't really make it. So I didn't have the patience for it. 
So I was yeah. like, hey, this kind of feels a lot like, wow, maybe I'll just play that tonight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you just never step back. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. So, why its third one is? World of Warcraft, the main theme. Enough said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I... I okay, I, uh, cool. There's something really interesting about this theme that I'm going to bring up. Um, okay. Something really, really interesting about this theme. Every expansion. Uh, so you guys have some background. Like you, 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 are, you know what the Blizzard, the Battle.net client looks like. You probably know what yes. the login screen looks like. Okay. Yeah. So course. the login screen is always, of course, themed after the expansion. Like during Wrath of the Lich King, we had Ice Crown Citadel in the background, um, mm-hmm. and so forth. Like during Cataclysm, we had Deathwing with you know him ruining Stormwind. Um, so every expansion, what they do is they take this main theme that I'm currently playing for us. And they will rewrite it to keep it almost the version it is, but add in pieces of music that were developed for the next ex- the new expansion. So every every expansion, um, you come to the, the the homepage, you come to the login screen, and you get the original theme that you've had since 2004 that everybody knows and loves. But then you get that taste of what you're going to experience today in this new version of the game. So I don't know. I thought I think that that's a it's a really cool facet of the MMO itself, and that's why it made my list today. Nice. I, yeah. I never knew that. That's actually that you know that yeah, that's, that's really actually a pretty cool thing. Like, the, I, I think one of the things that um, what I love about video games is that we went from in the 1980s, you know, late 80s when it came to Mario and all of this, that Pong, you know, that Dink Dink, to now music and sound in the background now is such an integral part in making a game that it is to me it is just as important as in a movie or um or in a tv show is that you need that background you need that that thing that pulls you in and i and and i think that you know music you know if if the if the soundtrack is shit the game is going to suffer big time from it we're at the point I'd, i'd say we're at the point where um, video, for me at least, I mean, a lot of people aren't, but I mean, us for sure, the guys in here tonight, we're at the point where, you know, this is the new main medium of entertainment, you know, like there was first the radio and then there was the television and then the cinema. And now we have video games and I try and I watch, like I try at the end of the night to chill in bed and watch some TV with Lindsay and whatever. And I just find myself bored in comparison to how riveting and truly like truly all encompassing the experience of playing a video game is and with every great movie with every great film piece of work we had an incredible score and that goes hand in hand with with the games that we're experiencing now and if you don't have that sort of um that audio background version of the story you're experiencing to reinforce it with you to sort of raise your blood pressure when the dragon's coming out or to calm you down when the fight's ended and you're you know doing whatever the you know whatever the case you're accepting quests and in town or or the tavern music and in fantasy like if you don't have that feeling it, it mm-hmm. it's like 50 percent of the game you're not experiencing i did i, I could not say that better i mean it is abs- absolutely absolutely um so I think um, that's going to do it for us, though. So first off, Wyatt, thank you so much for for joining us. Uh, you are actually, because of COVID and everything happening, you are actually our first guest this year oh, wow. on the podcast. So, so yeah, I, I thank you so much. Thank you so much for coming. One, yes, sir. So uh, pretty much every social media I have, uh, and it's all just slash Wyatt staff S T A V. And then uh, that includes my YouTube, which is my my main platform, and my Twitch, which is my secondary platform now. So it's just uh, twitch.tv slash YSTAV, YouTube.com slash 
Wyatt Stav. And then Lindsay's new channel and her Instagram page, or website, that's better. So Lindsay's website is Lynn Devil, L-I-N Devil. And then her YouTube channel, uh, that's lindevil.com. And then her YouTube channel is uh, uh, youtube.com slash lindevil. There you go. Awesome. Once again, man, thank you so much for, for joining us. Uh, join our uh, Discord. It's it's the link is found at anywhere you're downloading our website, or I'm sorry, downloading our our episode. Join uh, Wyatt's Discord. I know that he has one. I joined it today, and and it's hopping. It's a lot more hopping than ours. Uh, we're trying to grow ours, but uh, yeah. So jump into there. Uh, make sure you check out his Patreon too, because you know that's uh, that's how we make our living. You know, so. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna boast real quick here because something really big for me today happened, and I want to share it. And it's along the lines of Discord. Um, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, my main admin who runs my Discord server came to me, and he goes, um, "You know, we've passed the 500 point. We're like at 600 users, and so we can now uh, receive channel analytics." And um, I was blown away to find out that my server is benchmarking alongside of the some of the most uh, active servers on the platform, servers with like hundreds of thousands, uh, tens of thousands of users in some cases. So um, I'm pretty, really, really proud of that. I feel like the the community that we've built on that Discord server um, is just uh, something really special. And it really means the world to me to find out about that. So I'm glad that you you joined um, to be a part of the family. And I'm glad that you, uh, you felt that it was popping because I feel like that every day, there's always something exciting going on there, so. That's awesome. Hey, uh, if anything, shoot me um, uh, shoot me uh, a link or an invite link, and for this episode, I'll link uh, your Discord to this uh, to this episode. So anybody oh, wow. that downloads it can go right to it. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it, and this was r- a lot of fun. I would definitely be down to do this again if you uh, you'd have me back in the future. Lo- love to have you back. We'll d- definitely keep in touch, and uh, we'll kind of go from there.